I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. For many people, myself included, identifying what we don't like and what we don't want is really the first step to figuring out what we do like and what we do want. I think it's pretty common that figuring out what we don't want is much easier than figuring out what we do want. And I think it's because early on in life, the people and culture around us tell us either indirectly or directly, what we should want. And then at some point, many of us start questioning those things. And when that happens, we first tend to notice what we don't like and what we no longer want in our lives. And then if you ask yourself what you do want instead, you may draw a blank. You may be overwhelmed by all the possibilities. You may not feel you deserve what you want. You may not feel worthy of what you want. You may not feel like you have permission to have what you want. You may not have a freaking clue what you want because you've never stopped to ask yourself before. You may feel guilty for wanting what you want. You might be afraid to admit that you want something because you have no idea how to get it. Oh, and you know, just to be clear here, the thing that you want could be a material thing, or it could be a relationship, or it could be an experience, or it could be time for a hobby, or it could be more sleep, or it could be better health. The list goes on. No matter what it is that you want, underneath that thing is the feeling that it brings you. And no matter what it is that you don't want, underneath that thing is the feeling that that brings you. So when you notice something you don't want in your life, start by asking yourself how that thing makes you feel. I want you to literally look at what feelings it brings up. Does it make you feel anxious? frenetic, frustrated, overwhelmed, or, or some other feeling. And if you don't know what you want, ask yourself how you'd like to feel instead. So what are the feelings you want? Do you want to feel calm, content, worthy, excited, or something else entirely? Recognizing and naming the feelings that you want less of and the feelings you want more of can give you such valuable information that can help point you in the direction to to figure out what do you want to change in your life. 
And that leads me to something important I want to point out here. Sometimes you'll find it will help you to get rid of things you don't want. And sometimes it may not be that you need to get rid of something, but you may need to look at ways to have that thing bring about more enjoyable feelings for you, more of those preferred feelings, more of those feelings you want to have more often. So let's look at a metaphor here, a metaphor of food. You don't really know if you don't like a food until you try it and taste it. Then you know if you want more of it or maybe not. Sometimes it may be best to never, ever eat that food again. And sometimes it might be best to change the food in some way or change the experience of eating the food. So for example, if you paired it with another food or ingredient, you might really enjoy it. Or if you changed the way you cooked or prepared it, you might enjoy it more. Or if you change the time of day that you ate it, you might enjoy it more. So what if you took that metaphor and applied it to the things in your life that you don't like? Should you consider avoiding them? Should you consider dropping them? Should you consider changing how you experience them in some creative way? Remember the idea of changing the way you cook or prepare food or the time of day? You know, maybe you need to just tweak something about something that you don't really enjoy in your life. Maybe you can do it with people or maybe you can start doing it solo or maybe you can change up when you do it or maybe you can uh, get a different type of support with it or maybe you can do it in a different order, or maybe there's something that you haven't even thought of that can help support you. It's all about being curious and being creative to find these ways to adjust how we do things. And then when you feel like you don't know what you want, I want you to try to picture life Let's continue with the food and a metaphor here. Picture life like a buffet and try to be a little more adventurous. So you try a little of this and a little of that. If you even feel the slightest bit of curiosity about something that looks good to you, what if you listened to that nudge and gave it a try? So it's all about figuring out, you know, um, Are you hotter, getting warmer, closer to the thing, or colder? Remember that game, hotter, colder, when you're looking for something? Uh, I don't remember what that was called as a kid, but just the whole idea of warmer, warmer, no colder when you turn and somebody hid something and you're supposed to go find it. Same concept here. To try to figure out the things that you do and you don't want. you got to listen to the feelings, pay attention to the feelings, and your internal nudges, because those will lead you in the right direction. And that's either away from something or toward something. And sometimes it's just modifying something. And I want to share with you, if you haven't checked it out already, I have a video training that can help you become more aware about how you feel about the things that you're doing in your day-to-day life. You can go grab that at cherisyourlife.com forward slash free training, and it will give you an exercise that you can do to really notice how you're perceiving some of the things in your day-to-day life and some of what you find might surprise you. My closing quote today is by Leonard Jacobson. True power arises in knowing what you want, 
knowing what you don't want, expressing it clearly and lovingly without attachment to the outcome. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyeljis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>